Welcome to Tea with Kehoe. Whenever you happen to be listening, it could be Tuesday morning or uh, Thursday overnight. I don't know. That's the beauty of the podcast. But whenever you are listening, thank you for doing so. Welcome to Tea with Kehoe. I am Kehoe. I got my tea sitting right next to me. And I'm back from a month off. I took a break. Been doing the show since December of last year. Every week, I think with only one week off throughout that whole time period. And it got to September, and I was just about to start a play, and I wanted to really focus on that. And I figured that would be a good time to take a break. So I took a month hiatus, you would call it. And in the process of doing so, in that hiatus, I evaluated the show in my brain, what I thought of it where I thought it was, what I thought it was up to, and where it could go. Do I continue or do I not? That was part of the thought process. The thought process is, so far we continue. Moving forward, keep doing it, because I still am finding some joy in it. And I have some new ideas which I want to you know, bring out. Taking a sip, though. So, before we get into anything more I want to roughly go over what my thoughts were for the direction of the show it's not the new tea with Kehoe it's just the evolution of the experiment how it grows so first off I'm going to try and keep the show to about 30 minutes maybe a little longer maybe a little less but I'm going to try and keep the show to about 30 minutes. It just feels right. So somewhere between 25 and 35, that's where we're going to be sitting. Shooting for 30. So I hope that's okay with everybody. I hope a shorter show. I've been doing some shows that got into 50 minutes, 45 minutes. Some shows were in the 30s. And I just felt like those those shorter shows were more, you know, just seemed right, just seemed better to me. So that's where I've, I'm I'm going to be going with that one. We're going to skip the uh, boil and steep phase of the tea. I don't know if that was a favorite part of anybody hearing the whistle go, and hearing me pour the tea and doing all that. Uh, if you did enjoy that, perhaps we record that and put that into the uh, introduction, into the uh, opening music or the opening stuff. We still have the steep and the, the whistle and the pour in there, but I'm going to start the show now from now on with a full cup of hot tea right by my side. Mm. Uh, and that is so tasty. So that's what, you know, as for time-wise, 
what I'm thinking. It's still going to go uncut. I'm going to start, when I start, go all the way through. Do not stop. Um, we're just going to keep going and do it in one take. Now, with that said, I still, or, or I'm going to be doing at least, you know, one improv story every week from now on. I enjoyed story time a lot. I really enjoyed just telling a story, improving it out, having fun, getting weird, and letting it out. But I think three or four in one episode was a bit much, and I want to give each story its, you know, a full attention and not, you know, worry about oh, I've got two more or three more to do. Let's, you know, you know, let's pace yourself. There's no, you know, I wasn't doing a lot of that, but that gets into your head sometimes. It's like, oh, I'm going to do four stories tonight. Uh, I'm not sure what, but let's, you know, let's start, you know, slow or let's start fast. Let's, you know, there's no trying to get into it all. It's just one story. I still would like to, pick it out of a hat so I'm going to ask if you are listening to go to the Tea with Kehoe Facebook page and leave a story title and that will go into the hat and I will pick from the hat and throughout and at one point in the show there will be a story more near the end I think but like I say uh this show is still evolving, so who knows when that's going to happen. I do want to put background music into it, and like I was doing during story time, I do have to do, you know, make a quick stop to add the music uh, or, to, or, or to stop to have a point to begin the music at for the effects, you know, for, you know, just that mood music you want. So that would be the only time the show would have a break. It would be a short just turning off and starting it up again just to get that point. I'm not very confident or, you know, I will try this flagging thing and try to add music at that point. We'll give that a try. I'm still in, you know, working on making this all flow in a smooth way. So we're going to give that a try this week. I'm going to, at one point, like right about now, I'm going to try and start some music and have background music going without stopping using the flag. So, in fact, I'm going to hit the button right now. I'm going to wait for it. I can see the timing going on, and I'm going to wait for the seven-minute mark. And I'm going to hit the, the add a flag. And that way, I now have a point where I can maybe know I can add the music. And if that works, if I can figure out how to make that work for future shows, that's how I will do the story time. And they're keeping with the no cuts. Just going straight through, I can just start the story time with a notation of where I want to do it at. I think that would... Uh, work well. We'll see how that works. Like, I'm experimenting completely with all this stuff still. It's been a year. I'm comfortable with the 
anchor platform that I'm using. So it's it's good. But I'm still not, you know, I still don't use all the features because I never, once I got comfortable, I just, this is what I do. I do this, I do this, I do this, it works. I don't have to stress. And it's been okay for me. So we'll see how it works. And the music should be going now behind me and we'll fig- I'll do all that fun stuff and see how it works. So, hmm. We'll uh, go with that. Uh, Give that a try. I am going to scale back on the word of words and the song of the week. It's uh, not difficult to come up with a song that is enjoyable to listen to or a word that is fun. But... I think that it sort of played itself out a little bit. I'm not going to say it's eliminated because I'm still going to mention songs and music. If I, if I hear something during the week that is just like, oh man, I miss that song or that one is great or this is good, a new song I hear, I'm going to mention it. So that would be a song of the week segment or if I have a fun word I I encounter and it's, you know, the word of words. So we can do that. We can have those segments still. And the topics that I'm going to still continue with will be still fun and weird and different, you know, from history and space and science and just general knowledge stuff, mysteries, you know, UFOs and Bigfoot. I still want them to be real. And I'm going to, you know, we'll just, we'll see. We'll see if they can be made real. <laughs> Just wanting them to be real won't make them real, but maybe we can, if we all collectively think yes, positively in a good way, you know, if we all, the whole world says Bigfoot is real and everyone just in their heart of hearts believes and accepts that Bigfoot is real, doesn't that just fundamentally make him real? I don't know. We'll, you know, I'll start the process of getting that going throughout the show. So, you know, that's what we'll do. So that is basically a rough thumbnail of the show moving forward. Today, not really, uh, that's going, all this will continue and begin next week. This week, I was going to mention a little bit of what happened in September and what will be happening in October with some of the things that I'm doing on stage. Uh, Just finished last weekend, uh, this past Saturday night was our final show for Catch-22. It was a fantastic experience, a little daunting at first, uh director wanted to really punch it up a little bit and we i personally think in my you know opinion we needed a week more whether it was at the beginning of the process or we maybe should have started a week later whatever the case may be in my it that's just my opinion we needed 
that fifth week instead of the four we had uh, with what was being asked of us four weeks was just barely enough time and I think a fifth week of another week of rehearsals we would have really nailed it down not that we didn't by you know our opening weekend I think that was our biggest struggle weekend uh, we were still in the process of you know who's where what why or why there were still questions that first week that we were still working on and I think it mentally affected us all and by week two and three and four, we were on and we were rolling. And it was a good show. It was a long show. It ran uh, two hours and 15, two hours and 20 minutes. And a couple nights it went a little longer, a couple nights it went a little shorter. So, but, and on some of those warm nights, it, it felt every minute of it. So it was, you know, we did... A tremendous show. I'm very proud of what we did. I'm very proud of what I did. And by that final weekend, by this past weekend, uh, it was enjoyable to f- be in you know that comfort zone, where it's like I know my characters, I know my place, I know my you know, everything. I felt it. I was, I was in the spots. So that felt good. And I feel like everyone had and was in that moment by that third and last weekend. We were really, you know, we really found the heart of the play and I was happy with it. There were some reviews of it that uh, focused more on the play itself the absurdity of the show and the bizarreness of the uh, production, like the the show itself. They didn't really focus, I think, on the uh, production as, you know, as far as the performances, which might be good or bad, you know, but I think if you do, if, if you vaguely mention the performance and the actors then spend more time discussing the topic. Uh, I think that means the acting wasn't as good as you, you know, you don't want to mention bad, so you don't mention it all. That's how I feel it was reviewed. And many of those reviews came from the first weekend where I think we were still in struggling mode. So I don't think anyone who saw that show in that first weekend got a true representation of what the show was because by sh- by week 2 we really had it down and we were the the questions that we had that first week were all answered and we were confident now in where we were and then by week 3 and week 4 we had um a good strong confidence and we were moving forward so anyone who saw it week two three and four saw it as it you know at its best that those week ones it's still mm, I wish they saw 
what we really had because they saw the almost, in my opinion. But that is theater. That is how stuff like that goes. Uh, you, uh, you rehearse, you do your best. Opening night, you go out there and you do the best you can. And we were all very nervous that first week because uh, I, I know for myself, I was, are we ready? Are we ready? And, you know, we were ready, but we were just barely ready. And that is what it is. That is you know, still, I love the production. Like I said, after that first week, that first, it wasn't even a stumble. It was sort of a jog out of the gate. But by week two and three and four, we were running. So I'm happy. I hope. I'm, uh, if anyone saw it, please uh, throw on to the Facebook page what you thought. Let me know. So, a couple of things coming up in October. Of course, uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. October 25th this year at the Riviera Theater in beautiful North Tonawanda. The city, or no, no, the uh, in Niagara County, North uh, Tonawanda, at the Riviera. Yes, I've said all that now twice. <laughs> Ooh, take a sip. Is Rocky Horror Picture Show. If you can, get to the rivieratheater.com or .org, I think they're uh, either one of the two. I hmm, wish I would have remembered or to, to write that down, but find the Riviera Theater online. Google it. Go to them. You can get your tickets. It sells out. Hurry. Don't be left out. It's a great night. It's the it's a annual fundraiser for the Riviera Theater. There is a burlesque show, a drag show, a costume contest, and the movie at midnight. The event starts, I believe, at nine thirty, and goes until you know goes until the movie ends. It is a wonderful night. It's my twelfth year as you know leading the shadow cast and being Frankenfurter. I am extremely proud of the group that I have put together uh, throughout the years, bringing in some really dedicated and really amazing people has made the past few years so much easier to do when there were times where I was like, I don't know if I'm up for it, but getting that energy from, um, the people involved is what keeps me going and keeps, you know, it fun and wonderful. Uh, it's been a lifelong, I was talking about it today, in fact, I went asked when I saw it for the first time and I was 16 when I saw it for the first time, my friend Pat, said, you got to see this movie, and it's absolutely nuts. And we went, I think it was at like the Como, uh, Como Park or something like that, and he was like, I, yeah, I'm bringing this, I'm bringing that, I'm bringing this. And it's like, what the hell? 
why do you need rice and toast and cards and squirt guns? And I found out why. And by the time I was 19, I had worked my way into a cast as Frankenfurter and did that for about a year. And then didn't do it for the longest time. And 2007, I believe it was, 2007, they, uh, the Arts Council of Buffalo did a production. I got involved as Brad. And when I saw that the Riviera was doing it, I asked who was involved in their shadow cast I'd like to get involved. And he said, what's the shadow cast? And I was slightly taken aback, but then completely excited because that meant he doesn't have one and I can do it, maybe. So I told him what it was and convinced him that that's what he wanted. And he was like, oh my God, yeah, that, that's exactly what we want. Because the year before they did the movie, they didn't have that. They didn't have a full house. And we did it that year. And throughout the years to come you know the drag show got bigger and better the burlesque show got bigger and better the shadow cast got bigger and better and we all grew into this event that we are you know that is just incredibly fun and we all kill it we all bring the house down in my opinion from the opening dance number to the final you know dance number because <laughs> there's a lot of dancing in this, in this night uh, so that's Rocky Horror Picture Show come out to the Riv October 25th see our cast uh, Jamie Nablo Ryan uh, Allie Kate um Dylan, there's some more Phil, there's people I'm forgetting. I know I apologize, everybody. There's some new people in the show this year. Some uh, longtime players have taken vacations, sabbaticals, moved out of state. So there are some new people in the cast, and I honestly have not met everybody yet. Uh, there are still two people who I have yet to rehearse with and uh, get together with. So along with, you know, doing rehearsals for Rocky Horror, there is one other thing that I am doing this month, which is the most challenging for me. Uh, and it's not, it's more adventurous than challenging. I'll say that much more adventurous because the challenge part of it, like nothing about what I'm going to do daunts me. Nothing that I'm going to do really truly frightens me but doing it all together is what you know uh well i've been asked to do a reading at a literary salon now i've never been invited to such a event i don't have to memorize anything what i will be reading is all written down it will be all you know simple to read I have a the script here, or the piece that I'm doing, and uh, that should be fine. That's not a problem. 
It's called Naked Boys Reading. So I will be reading. The, the topic for the week, for the event, is firsts. Because this is the first official Naked Boys Reading event in the United States. This is something that has been going on in the east end of London, I guess, uh, since 2012. And this is the first official Naked Boys Reading event in the States. So, it being the first one, the topic of the event is firsts. So there will be several readers, I believe six in total, who will be doing various readings on firsts. I will be doing both characters, both sides of who's on first, Avedon Costello's um, classic routine. I'm going to do it both. And Abbott Costello, they're two different people, so I'm going to try and use posture, you know, as Abbott. Um, he was taller. He was the straight man. He, you know, had that per, you know, that straight line back. He seemed to me, you know, tall, shoulders back, chest out. That's how I'm going to, like, stand for him. And use more of a deeper, calming voice. Where Costello, Lou Costello, is a shorter, stockier, rounder guy. So I can hunch my back a little bit, stick out my gut a little bit, find that roundness. And he's the comic relief. He's the jokester. He's the, the funny guy. So I can like get down and shrink a little bit for him and use, find a voice that fits, you know... I don't want to copy his voice exactly, but it's going to be in that same vein, I think. And uh, do that and Abbott and go back and forth doing the posture and the voices. And hopefully I can do it at the same speed and quickness as Abbott and Costello did it. I, I have 19 days to practice, so I will see how I go. Or, or I do. Uh, and I'll be doing it completely naked on stage. Why completely naked? I don't know. I don't know. Is it a... I mean, I've wanted to do naked improv for many years. And in naked improv... You, there's been many incarnations of it in Toronto, Chicago, New York, I believe, that have done you know various forms of it. Uh, I don't know if anyone ever got completely naked, but that was my goal. And the mindset for me was to get to the point where you're naked and get the audience to forget that you're naked while performing. And for you to just, as the improver, to just relax and be in the moment. And with no restrictions at all, no anything you could, you know. So it was a challenge for the improver, to me, uh, to do it honest, true, uninhibited improv also to get the audience to forget that you're naked 
So this might be the mindset for this, you know, focus on the performance or the words. It's not about me being naked. What's important is what's being said. And for some of the serious pieces, that I think is quite obvious. That's sort of, I think, what you're trying to do is you, as the words and what you're saying are more important than how you look. So you being naked and exposed, reading this serious piece might, you know, inform it in a different way. Who's on first is a comedic piece, and I don't know how it's going to play, but that is the joy of theater and performance. So October 20th, New Phoenix Theater, uh, I will put a link to the um, tickets on the Tea with Kehoe Facebook page. And uh, you can get tickets through that or at the New Phoenix Theater. Come see, if you're curious, come see Naked Boys Reading. There's five other men who will be doing this. And so it's not just me up there. There'll be many different people, many different topics. So check it out. So that's what I'm doing for the next month getting ready to read naked on stage and then dance almost naked around on um, at the theater for Rocky Horror. So after doing Naked Dad, I feel like I'm being a little typecast with the naked stuff, but uh, eh, there you go. Well, it appears that I am at that point where we are at the 30-minute mark, and I'm going to try and keep. I know with the theme song, we're going to go into the 30 minutes, you know, past 30 minutes, but like I said, roughly within 30 minutes, you know, 30, uh, 25 to 35 minutes, but I'm going to be shooting for that 30. And I don't know why. That's just something I want to try for in the next few shows and see how that works. And just, I I need some feedback from you guys. Let me know how you think it's been, or, or what you think of the new format, what I'll be doing. And, uh, leave me a story title and we will throw them all to the hat and pull it out and write a story right here on the spot. So thank you for hanging out with me. And as always, it's not about the tea. It's about the time spent. And thank you for spending your time with me. We'll see you next week with this new format of um, stuff. We'll see how this goes. We'll have some fun. Thank you for uh, sticking around through this little hiatus I had, this little break, and uh, I look forward to talking to you all next week. See you soon. Turn this.